Hello, welcome back to a Snug Podcast. I am never separate. I am also joined by Gwen DeBard. How are you? Hello. And gone crazy back soon. What's up? Not too much. A little mushy in the brain, but doing pretty well. Brain mush. Awesome. Brain mush. Gotta love brain mush. So, I said welcome back, but also welcome to anybody who maybe is here for the first time. Because um, <laughs> there's probably some of those occasionally. Um, yeah. So, we're going to talk some ESO stuff. We got a little bit of news this past week. Uh, some PTS stuff, some login stuff, some crown store stuff, and some community guides. So... Uh, before we dive into all of that, have you guys been playing anything in in uh, Tamriel recently? I like how you say Tamriel because you see in the notes that I say I've been hanging out in Oblivion. Uh, <clears throat> um, yes, I have been playing in Tamriel recently. Um, in the third era, though, I was running through the Imperial City... Um, prison and somehow Chucky fell through another portal and now she is running around in the third era couldn't manage to keep the emperor alive shocker they that that they, they're apparently doomed to die um and so i've been enjoying that i've been having some more reverse nostalgia like with morrowind but i've been enjoying it a lot more than morrowind i actually want to play this one um so i plan on I'm going to try to finish playing that game this week. If not, it's all, it was only like, it was less than four bucks on Steam. So I was like, heck yeah, let's do this. Um, haven't found Skin Grad yet. Haven't, because I'm trying to do the main quest. But, you know, Gold Road's coming out and everything. And there's all those places that we're going to in Gold Road. So let's try it in Oblivion first. And now I'm also working on getting the Dwarven Mountain. Yeah, so what have you been up to? Um, I have been, uh, kitty cat farming. Kitty uh, cat farming? Yes. Uh, I'm trying to get the, um, okay, so there's a backstory to why I've been doing it, uh, and a lack of good reason for why I continue to do it. Um, I was unsure as to why I leveled Bastion and Miri. Uh, their rapport up fast enough to unlock their quest when I never use them outside, excuse me, outside of um, antiquities. And you know, I'll pull Miri out when I'm uh, digging and Bastion out when I'm scrying. And I guess they just like that activity more than Ember likes the uh, things that I've done while she's been out. And so I was like, okay. What other things does she like? She likes the little big-eared kitty cat that you can get from uh, the public dungeon in Somerset. Mm. The, uh, and so I was like, I'll, I'll go get that. That way I can, you know, get that uh, little bit of rapport with her. And uh, she also likes Mage's Guild dailies. So I would go and do a Mage's Guild daily and then go farm the dungeon because... Um, I did not know this uh, until uh, Sasquatch, I think, filled me in. They changed drop rates on those, uh, what do you call the, uh, the rune box? They're not rune boxes. Uh, are they? Fragments? Yes, that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, 
fragments that you can get from public dungeons apparently once per day have a higher drop rate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't aware of that. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll just, you know, hop in there and get one real quick each day. Um, so reminder, uh, remind me later and I'll uh, show you the extra ones that I have in case you need them. But, um, anyway, I haven't gotten that yet, but I, I did because I was doing the major skill dailies for a few days, uh, bump her up pretty quick and unlock the next part of her quest. Um, that's been over the last couple of weeks cause we didn't, we didn't have a show last week, but, um, Sasquatch and I ran, uh, infinite archive. Endless art. What is it now? <laughs> I, I, it, it is infinite. It's infinite. Okay. Um, and then uh, Crazy and I also uh, ran through it. So I've now been in there with all three of you. Um, so that's been fun. Um, Woohoo! Yeah. Getting uh, getting a couple of the armor pieces and uh, for a set that might not ever be even worth using. But hey, you know. Uh, yeah, that's been about it. That's that's been been my activities when I've been able to get on is uh, just farming that that dungeon mostly because that's why I said I don't have a good reason to keep doing it. Um, outside of I've gotten this far, I might as well finish. I, I don't really the pet's not that important to me, but why not? <laughs> Crazy. Why not? Yeah. How about you? Um. Well. I literally did a podcast earlier today. <laughs> um, I did about a three-hour show with Toasted Peanut on Gold Road, so that was, was that, fun. Was that called the uh, Red Name Takeover? Yes, that was the Red Name Takeover show, uh, Lore Seekers, yeah, <laughs> earlier today. Um, so my brain might be a little mushy tonight, but that's okay. Um, I also finished the Craglorn storyline. So I had not run that at all, um, like ever. I started some of it, I think, at one point with you, Gwen, on PlayStation, but I had never done the full gambit and run the whole thing. So I think it only took Minwe Pro and I three nights of just kind of like hammering down and listening to everything. We did miss a few quests, so we've got a couple more to go back and do, but they're not ones that affect the main storyline. They're just like additions. Um, so I did go through and do that. And then I was a little sad because I like Little Leaf, and then I didn't like Little Leaf. And that's all I'll say about that, um, so that there's no spoilers for that quest line in case people haven't done it. Um, other than that, just finished the Guilds and Glory event, managed to get my small ball. <laughs> or my tiny Molog ball. Molog um, small. Molog small, small ball. Smolog Ball, all the different names that have been <laughs> circulating <laughs> the uh, internet for the new Morphable that goes along with this year. So did that, and that is about it, other than running Infinite Archive with Mr. Never last week. So it's been a pretty good week, just not a whole lot of extra game time, but enough to be able to be like, okay, at least I got to play this week. <laughs> Very cool. Well, news. News. I hear there's some news. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, before we move on to news, though, I just want to commend Gwen on her decorating skills here in the Snug Pot. I'm going to zoom out a little bit for a second because it's all fashionable and 
ready to go for Hearts Day. It's very, it's very, uh, very lovely. I even, I even changed clothes just to come in. She had, she had this whole like sign up on the outside of the snug pod. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> she she was a, like, cats do not enter without new outfit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like, it's almost, it's kind of like those black tie restaurants, except uh, not a tie, just different attire. <laughs> I say okay. that. I've never actually been to a black tie restaurant. I kind of have a refusal policy with those. Um, I don't I don't own ties, so if uh, they require me to wear one to get in, I guess I just can't get in. <laughs> but I, wow. I, I, I will put on the... Uh, the big jacket to come in here and hang out with you guys though how does it feel to put fur on your fur um you know it's it's like velcro it kind of <laughs> sticks um, okay i shouldn't have asked <laughs> oh moving on it's to gonna, the news it's gonna hurt it's gonna hurt taking it i don't back know when later. you're wearing your leather armor what does it feel like putting skin on your skin okay okay that's fair <laughs> that's fair I shouldn't have asked. I told you I'm a little mushy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, bless. So I hear that there's some new stuff that's been uh, put out on the on the PTS side of things. Anybody had a chance to play around with any of that? Nope. Yeah, I, I'm not touching it this time. I'm trying to... I have so much other stuff I'm doing. Okay. Uh, yeah. I have not touched PTS. There are lore seekers that have that I've heard a few things from. Um, mostly everybody's super stoked about the stackable siege uh, because that frees up bank space because now it'll be in like reasonable stacks. And um, the big one that's been circulating around that I didn't put in our notes but I should have thought to do and I actually didn't even think about talking about it earlier is a lot of people are terrified of a bit of a Nightblade nerf that's come down the pike, or is coming down the pike, um, of losing some of the major berserk on certain um, skills. However, uh, quite a few of the content creators, Skinny Cheeks I think is one of the ones that I can think of right off the top of my head, whose stuff I've seen. It's not that terrible of a change, because it actually makes things a little bit easier with certain types of damage so even though it does feel like there is a nerf you can compensate for it by adjusting a few things so i'm actually kind of hopeful that it'll make maybe the nightblade rotation feel a little different um because <laughs> nightblades aren't the easiest class um and if you're a min maxer they can be frustrating at times um so I think there's a lot of people who are a little bit a little bit nervous about that change, but it's also only the first week of PTS, so mm -hmm. we'll have to see what comes out of it. Is this the change they uh, they're, they're trying to simplify the rotation? Uh, some of it, yes. It also has to do with taking certain um, morphs. I think the two, like depending on which one you choose, it it gives you. I should have looked this up and not tired so that I could actually give the accurate information on it. But it has to do with, like, removing Major Berserk but adding something else, I think. Uh, and then there's a reduction of, like, 7% on a certain skill that people tend to run on their bars. So a lot of people are real freaked out about it. But it's not so bad. 
maybe I can get a little bit more research done and I can actually talk about that, you know, more articulately next week because my brain doesn't process right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a little bit nerve wracking for, for some people who have been watching PTS closely. I also wonder if that's a little bit in anticipation of scribing. I wonder if since we are getting adjustments to skill lines that are possible, that they're working on that because the scribing things that you may be able to get might make that a little bit too overpowered. It's possible. There's also several so. changes coming to uh, status effects too. Yes, I did see some of those. Um, most of that stuff people have been talking about with the Arcanists because of the types of rotations they have and whatnot. But um, yeah, what I think rotation? that's part of... Don't you just use the book beam? Pretty much. You just beam everything. Is but that, not, that, is is, that... that is getting a reduction. Yeah. So. Yeah, that not, was... Not, that... not too terrible, though. Yeah, I remember uh, I, I glanced over changes and saw that that was uh that was getting reduced a bit mm -hmm. so i think that one's a seven percent reduction as well if i remember correctly i was thinking it was more than that but maybe not no i think it's seven and then with some of the other adjustments that are being made with the status effects like sundered and all of that stuff it changes some of the percentages for things but most of them on the pts are still parsing almost exactly equally with what they were pulling numbers before even with that reduction because they're changing the cooldown times and you know adjustments of things like mm -hmm. that so even though there's that big reduction you can still make up for it in rotation and in other spots um so the weaving i think is a little easier maybe i don't know i know there was one of the uh it might have been bleeding that it looks like it took a hit but it actually is going to be possible to do more with it you just have to do better about uh, reapplying it yeah um so yeah some of those changes are are interesting i, I <clears throat> you know that that's not my area of expertise or anything per se but me either um but i did think that some of them sounded uh, Sorry, I'm going to kick my stand there. Um, I think that uh, some of them, they, they do sound interesting in, in the way that they're trying to make them, uh, you know, just more active in, in what you need to be doing with them or um, or even some of the, uh, I guess, some of the flavor they're adding to them, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's interesting to see them, you know, going in and, and changing some of this stuff in, in some ways that to me doesn't seem like it's going to break anything or, um, you know, make it like drastically uh, more or less useful, but just maybe uh, more appealing to use, maybe. I don't know. I, I'm not sure how to express the thought that I'm not having very well at the moment. I think your brain mush <laughs> is wearing off. Sorry, I didn't mean to transfer it to you. <laughs> so do we want to go over in more detail any of the stuff in the pts is there anything you guys saw that um you know y'all wanted to touch on or? i mean i haven't actually pulled the pts notes so what i have here in our notes is just that it's live <laughs> okay so yeah um i mean i could 
I could go pull them, but um, there's a link I in, in the link that you sent. Uh, is the, there? the link in the notes oh, has a link sure to the is. to the notes. Yeah. Look at that! Look at that! I think you know what I think we should do. I think we should hold off on that. Okay. Because of how late we started, and I think we should shoot for that next week. Okay. So. Yeah, I and mean, you can make a whole episode out of the patch notes. <laughs> I think yeah, we did that but once. not like, <laughs> not like go crazy and do like a million hours long. But I right. think next week we could pick out a couple things, like some combats and abilities, and you know things that are being slightly adjusted as they go. Um, yeah. So uh, yes, there's a link in the link, Moki. Um, I will say, and I think we call it out. We don't call it out. Um, they do have some more information here on Oath Sworn Pit and Bedlam Vale, which are the two new dungeons. I don't want to get too spoilery, but um, Oath Sworn Pit is going to be um, a proving ground for the followers of Malakath. So that is them looking at martial skills and honing them in the shadow of the Daedric Prince there. And then Bedlam Vale, if you have played Maelstrom Arena, is going to be the workshop of Fanuit Hen, who appears in Maelstrom. And apparently there is a mysterious force called the Blind Path, and they are the ones who are leading the charge in the uh, invasion, if you will, of Bedlam Vale. So, pretty fun to see how they're going to tie those into the storyline, I think, this next year. Yeah, that Q4 uh, PvP thing. It's just going to be yeah. a PvP. Uh, uh, Maelstrom PvP? Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine an entire new like realm or plane dedicated to, to PvP? That would be wild. I mean, they are, you know, they're, they're dipping their toes into the roguelike genre with Infinite Archive. And they've gotten into the uh, CCG thing a little bit with... Uh, uh, Tribute and that's what it's called, right? I'm, why am I drawing a blank? Tales of Tribute. That's not right. It's not Tales of Tribute. What am I thinking? Yes, Tales of Tribute. Is it Tales of Tribute? Why did that sound wrong? That's the card game. Yes, it sounded wrong. Anyway, so they've dipped into those genres. Um, you know, one genre that uh, they maybe maybe they they look into doing is uh, the asymmetric PvP. You know, that's usually reserved for horror games where it's like one person trying to kill all the survivors or, you know, the alien trying to, you know, kill all of the military people or whatever. But why not you go in and you have to face off against teams of other players? Anyway, it, that, that thought just jumped in my head. I hadn't given that any prior consideration. <laughs> Moving on. That's a good thing. If I'm right, though, you heard it here first. Oh, man. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Here right. we go. So, yeah, we can uh, we can, we can can look into the, the PTS uh, notes a little bit more uh, detail next week. We say that now. Next week will be a huge new, you know, news week or something. We won't be able to, but we'll see. All right. So, uh, you've been logging in? I have. Gwen, have you been logging in? I have been logging in. You've been getting those rewards? Yes, the the seals. You're darn right. Yeah, so what do we got? And here? then it looks like we're having uh, the white strikes or mid-year or whatever you want to call it, that third week based on that list. 
we're having an AP explosion in the third week. Because we're told we're going to have it in February, and then that's the week we're getting all those. I'm just going to assume, even though we haven't been told the exact date, that's when we're having the <laughs> PvP week. So if you're right, they are here first. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, technically... Well, I guess we'll say they heard it here first. Yes, we will say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, boy. You know what else is in the February login rewards, though? Crates. Oh, crate. Oh, crate. <laughs> and a pet. Um, yeah, there are gloom spore crates on days 9 through 13. And... Uh, you know, it's it's pretty exciting because these were originally available back in 2020. So during the five-day period over this, you're going to get four Gloom Spore crates and then one preview crate. And usually the preview crates have like one guaranteed high-end high item. Um, so yeah, the last time they did preview crates for us, we got that one that like everybody got a pet or a mount out of. So we'll see if that's what happens again with, with these ones. Um, as they come through. The other thing too is they're also giving us a dragon imp pet, the Bright Moon's dragon imp. Um, so at first I was a little confused about this one and I was like, I don't understand. This feels random. And then I stood back and I remembered that it's Lunar New Year and I remembered that it's the year of the dragon. <laughs> and so they're bringing outside stuff into the game, which is kind of fun. But I wonder how many people will actually catch that. You know, I didn't, so yeah. <laughs> you know, based on Surprise. based on that picture, I think we should get a double pet. Well, it technically is. It's an imp that changes. Just like small ball. It what? Is it? Okay. Yes. So you can't have mini dragons running around. They don't exist in Tamriel. Just like mini Molag Ball doesn't exist. Well, but the imps <coughs> do exist, and the imps can transform into those things. So that's why it says, thankfully, not a real dragon. Yep, right. they're impersonating these things. Uh, <laughs> yep. But what I meant by double pet was, was like the picture. We should have the imp chasing the imp dragon around. I think that would be fun. <laughs> Come back here. That would also be a little silly. <laughs> yes, it would. And so is the idea of having these things flying around behind you the whole time you're in combat, you know? But hey. So we've got uh, lots of seals, some crates, a pet, some AP, some crates, more seals, more AP. <laughs> All of the things. Sorry, I forgot I, I was muted. <laughs> I feel like I remember there being more stuff listed in it. Wait, never mind. I'm drawing a blank. That would be the next thing we're going to look at. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. You were I'm thinking like, of why the crowns. Yeah, it's like, why does there seem like there's not very much listed here? That's uh, because I'm thinking of the wrong. Yeah. Uh, I'm such a, such a pro. <laughs> You're amazing. I know. Amazing. Uh, so... Besides the login rewards, we got other we got another thing, right? So we got Crown Store Showcase. Yep, Crown Store Showcase. There we yeah, go. Yeah, we do. 
Yeah, we do. I'm getting it open right now. Sorry about that. So the free well, thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate this month, but such as such as things. <laughs> Why do I feel like I've seen this one before? Um because it's the giant statue that's in the center of Necrom. Is it? I haven't spent yeah, a lot yep. of time in Necrom yet, so I, I thought I remembered seeing this one actually in like the statuettes once, but maybe not. Nope. I don't believe so. Maybe it was a different. Maybe I'm combining another Vivek and some other statue of somebody standing on a thing holding their arm up. Could be. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's one or two of those. Most likely. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, this is the statue that's right in the center of Necrom, and it's based on the 34th sermon where he fights Gugamore Jill, or where he, where he, you know, bests, if you will, Gugamore Jill. Isn't that the so, name of, I, like, a children's allergy medicine? I was about to say it <laughs> That's what it sounds like, doesn't it? No, Gugamore Jill is the one who... <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying it over and over no, no. again. Teach us. Teach us. Tell us lore. So here's some here's some lore. So Necrom itself is, if you look at, like, up at the top of the city, there are all these rocky outcroppings that are kind of rib-shaped. And then outside, there's also a land bridge that actually looks like a hand reaching down into the earth. And the 34th sermon, I believe, talks about how Vivek basically, like, I think he created Gulgamore Jill and then basically was like, now I have to kill you. I, I don't, that's not probably the exact lore, but essentially the people of Necrom and the Dark Elves believe that the Necrom city is built on top of the ruins of Gulgamore Jill's like body or skeleton. Hence why all of the rocky outcroppings look like ribs and why they have that land bridge that looks like a big hand that's reaching down into the earth. So, um, the white like paint that's up on a lot of the rocky outcroppings in Necrom is to symbolize some of that sermon um, and to symbolize that story. And that's your lore fact for the day. Looky there. We just work some lore in there based on a statue. There you go. Sorry, I was in the process of looking something up. That's okay. Uh, Gulgamore Jill. Gulgamore Jill. Yeah. How about this electric lightning skin, though? Kind Kind's mad. theory. Yeah. I don't know. It looks like a powered-up sork. Yeah. Isn't this kind of like the... I don't want to call it the knockoff version, but like a little bit of the knockoff version of the skin that you get from Kind's Aegis? Oh, 500%. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought, but I wasn't like a for sure for sure, so. So it's like you can get the skin by doing a thing, or you can get a lesser skin in the crown store? Mm-hmm. Yep, basically. If you're not good enough to earn it, you can buy something similar. Ouch. <laughs> kind of like that, kind of like that pet they made from the, uh, oh, the dragon one. I forget. Um, from uh, Sunspire, how yeah. they have the pet that matches yeah. the mount that you can get. Yeah. Mm -mm. They had a. They also released a mount in the store. I think that you could get. That oh, was but like it was the flipped it colors. Was, 
Yeah, something similar. Yep. Um, speaking of mounts, the next one on the Crown Store Showcase That's is the barely, Her barely a mount. That is barely a mount because <laughs> it is made from a Harrow Storm. So uh, there is a Harrowstorm bear, and I do not think that we have ever seen this one before. Ride the lightning. <laughs> do the do. Ride the lightning. Oh, boy. Um, Speaking yeah, of do's. So it says, <laughs> no, it says tainted, tainted by proximity to active Harrowstorms, these bears have become a hexed abomination, perfect for warriors with cold blood and dark intentions. Um, pretty cool looking bear. Pretty scary looking bear. I don't know that I would ride on top of it, but uh, if harrow storms are your thing, or maybe you're a vampire, it might be worth your while. Or you just like the color red. That's also true. It would fit in well here. Yeah. I bet it probably has a really cool summon. <gasps> what if it summons like a harrow storm? Oh, that would it be It probably so... gets summoned via harrow storm, yeah. Oh, that would be so flippin' cool. Now I know why it's Seals of Endeavor and Crown Gems. That's why. February 15th to February 29th. Mm-hmm. How are we feeling about this hair? You mean you mean this uh, this uh, dew ornament? A dew? Yes, it is. Dew the dew? Yes. The uh, wavy triple braided updo. It is a semi-formal hairstyle. What do I? Yeah. So. What do I think? I think you'd have to have too much hair to, for that to be comfortable. Well, it yeah. looks like you the there was some sort of crimping done in order to get that volume, and that takes way too much time. Yeah, it's not my favorite style, if I'm being honest. It looks a little too. I don't know. Like, I don't mind it on the Khajiit model that it has over there off to the side. But the human model, like the bust, not a big fan. Like, to me, it looks more like something that would be found on a Khajiit or... Um, I, I think an Argonian looks terrible with that. And I think that's why it's not there. I don't think you can actually put it on an Argonian. But, yeah. I don't know. Well, <laughs> it would... says Southern Hammerfell. And I can definitely see Red Guards using this hairstyle. Well, absolutely, I can too. I think a red guard could do it, and that's probably the representation there of that, the bust that's like the humanoid bust versus the Khajiiti bust, but still. Yeah, I don't know. It's not a bad hairstyle, it's just big. It's very big. I wouldn't put it on my character. I tend to not like every single hairstyle that doesn't have bangs, so. Yeah, yeah. That, that's just my per personal preference. Yeah. You know what you don't have to worry about, though? Having hair if you wear the DeBella's doll mask. That's so creepy. It's like a porcelain china face. I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, yeah, anyway. You know, it's got a couple it I, I see it, and it reminds me of that um, clown cosplayer who was doing the crown crate thing in Vegas. Yeah, I think they were... Were they wearing an alchemy mask? Or were they wearing... No, they were doing, like, the... Yeah, they were doing Jester's stuff. Um, okay. But there was someone with an alchemy mask. Yeah, it is... The, they are kind of like those masks. Yeah. So, the Debella's doll mask... Honestly, this is probably... I don't know how expensive it is, but it's probably a decent... Um, 
thing for the amount of crowns that you're going to pay for it because it comes for it comes with two different variations so it has the humans and elves but it also has two khajiiti variations or sorry two variations for khajiit and argonians as well so sometimes when you purchase stuff in the style store it doesn't always transfer to all of the races but this one seems to pretty much cover all of our bases i just like the khajiit one has ears defined mm -hmm. well defined ears yeah, I do like that too. I like when you can see a definitive difference between an Argonian mask when it's full face and a Khajiiti mask when it's full face, because sometimes the shape of the nose can get very similar. Mm -hmm. I like that the Khajiit looks like he's smiling the same way that my cat smiles when you pet the top of his head. <laughs> That's cool. Are these That's things fun. usually dyeable, like the, uh, the face part? Um, face, probably not. The head wrapping, probably. Yeah. Because anything that, like, remember. when there's little details, they normally don't let you dye the details. Yeah. I'm thinking you could pull off a, uh, almost pull off, like, a V for Vendetta look there. <laughs> oh, that would be kind of cool, actually. I know. I wonder. Interesting. Hmm. So this one's available February 12th to February 15th. Gwen. It's almost time. It's almost time for white strikes. You know, which one of those crowns is the better option? Which one do you like? Ooh, I always like a good laurel. So Me personally, too. I love the middle one. But Me too. I think my hair would clip it. So that's Oh, the thing, it would is be like, a mess. I like that there's the three options because of when you have the different hairstyles for all the different characters and races you're going to get some sort of clipping probably with certain hairstyles. So I like that there's options, but I do love the coronet. I like, I, I always like something with a laurel or with a diadem kind of there in the middle, you know, and it's super lore friendly and RP friendly, if we're being honest. So pretty fun. Um, what we're talking about is the white strikes mayhem crowns. They are going to be available in the store as well during the white strikes uh celebration however there's no dates here but if we were to guess it would probably be around the third week in february right. based upon the login <laughs> rewards so uh yeah take a peek at that and see um i don't think i've ever seen this next skin have you no. oh no all the crazy things like start to blend together after a while um it's got a quote from a Xander, and he's so new, probably not. So. Yeah, I think this is new. Hmm. It's supposed to be like a, a tip. portal. It says, "A tip: Don't leap into every portal you come across. A memorable excursion saw me stepping from one into the middle of a Nebony Bay. I was drying the pages of my tome for weeks after." No one those will be book, book pages. No, and those will be available from February 29th to March 7th. They're kind of cool looking. I don't know. It reminds me of those like 90s um, cups where it's the white and the turquoise and the purple. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> now you can't unsee it, can I you? I can't unsee it, dang it. <laughs> Uh, 
Yep. They got some wardrobe stuff. I think this first one is in the store now, right? The fashion Yes, witch. it is. It is in there, and I think it's in there for another four days. Until um. the 8th. Yep. So if you want to dress up like a fashionable witch, not your normal scary old hag, but a fashionable hey. witch. Who are you calling hag? Uh, no one specific. I was just making a general statement about, you know, witches. Oh, I do love this outfit. I just put it on my character, and I don't think I had ever put it on there before. It's so Robin Hood. I kind of like it. There's also the blacksmith, the chef, the star maid wolf head. Hey, we got dates. Um, this one, star maid wolf head. That one normally only comes out around White Straits Mayhem, and it is telling us the costume will be available in the Crown Store. From February 26th to February 29th. Boom. There it is. That's the start prediction. You heard it first. You know what I wish that we could do with costumes? Go uh, ahead. Tell us. I, I wish we had we, we could make them useful besides just appearance. Um, not all of them, perhaps, but um, like the blacksmith. Like, wouldn't it be cool if... Uh, Wearing the blacksmith costume gave you some sort of, uh, I don't know, you, you were able to get slightly more results when you deconstruct something, Slight, slightly more uh, return. Uh, or the chef, you get like one extra uh, food when you when you make a food item or something. That sounds like some crazy pay-to-win stuff, though. Yeah. Yeah, it would technically be pay-to-win, and maybe we're going to get something like that with this, the scribing system. We don't know. Those are technically skill lines. Yeah, I mean, you know, even if it maybe just make it something you could assign to a costume. You get the ability in the game, but you can assign it to a, you know, whatever costume you wanted. Anyway, just a, another one of those random thoughts. I see the blacksmith, and I had a whole, like, enchanted setup for whenever I was doing crafting stuff in Skyrim. That's what it made me think of. Is the Imperial City Temple tunic new? Um, I think so, because I don't think I have seen it before. And it would and make sense for the content that's coming. Right, because it says, in this shimmering satin confection, you'll look your best while pouring out a libation to the divines, says Diocleta of Skingrad, or just toasting your friends at the corner tavern. Class always tells. And so it's an Imperial City Temple Tunic costume available from the 26th to the 29th. Once again, Imperial Things base, which content coming out that makes sense and based on the fact that it mentions skin grad i'm gonna definitely go with the fact that it is probably new yeah that's why i was thinking it was new was because it said skin grad and then we got a lot of crown a lot of motifs thorn legion gaviri scale collar um yeah there's also some arms packs, Narianeth. Um, man, I remember when Narianeth was such a pain in the beep back in the day. 
when Crypt of Hearts was like really rough, <laughs> especially to do the hard mode. I mean, it's not now, but like back at those vet level ranks, he was scurry. Like, scurry. So, um, yeah, that arms pack is going to be available in the crown store, but also the matching shoulder page can always be purchased from Glary and the Redbeard, or it also has the chance from dropping for the mystery coffer. And if you have the achievement, the blade's edge, that increases the drop chance of both items. So I'm not sure what achievement that is, but it sounds fancy. Maybe it's the hard mode. I don't recall. Um, cause it's from Crypt of Hearts 2. I've got the next thing on my desk right now. I wish I could show it to you all. It's the Fork of Horripilation. You have a Fork of Horripilation on your desk? I do. You have Forky? I have Forky on my desk. Yeah, um, next time, if... If I can remember, and I know Wes Johnson is going to be at an event, I'm going to have him sign it. Because that would be awesome to have Shayo's Right? Like, I, I I was literally thinking about that the other night. Like, you know, I should totally just have Shayo Goroth authenticate my Wabajack for me. Yes! <laughs> He's such a nice dude. He would totally do it. I know! That's why I was, like, really kind of punching myself in the in the the face not really but i was thinking about it the other day because lotus gave this to me and um i was like why did i not take that to vegas what was i thinking it's really small it's only about like it fits in the palm of my hand that would have so totally it, fit in your backpack yeah it came from the loot crates so even mm -hmm. in the box it wasn't like that big and i could have had west sign the box and the actual fork because it's flat on the bottom next time next time so, yeah, but I have that on my desk. It's sitting next to the Daedric mask that's also on my desk. So you can have one for yourself, not on your desk, but in-game from February 1st to February 5th at 10 a.m. Just kidding. That's so, today. you know, yep, yep. Yeah, it's only a few hours, so by the time this episode drops, it's going to be gone. Yeah, sorry. Well, I hope you got your fork. There's always next year. Cheese for everyone. Yep. Stick a fork oh, in your chances to get fork? this. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. Other, other arms pack. Lady Thorn. Lady Thorn. Sorry, not Thorn. Lady Thorn. That's a very different person. Darn it. Aw, <laughs> oh, darn it. Yeah. No. Um. Castle Thorn. Uh. So this arms pack is from the High Elf Vampire Lord, who rules over Castle Thorn, known as Lady Ingarian of Clan. Dereni. So, you can pick up the Undaunted Lady Thorn pack in the store as well. And again, it has a similar thing that we saw with Nerianeth. You have a chance of getting the drop rate better if you have the achievement Thorn Remover. For our crate people, there are Storm Atronar crates mm -hmm. from the 15th to the 29th. And then right after the Storm Matronox, we get Sovngarde crates. Yes. Um, 
housing people, there's a lot of good stuff too. This is really exciting. We have the Steam Bath Serenity, which is the one that has the Mermaid of Anvil statue in it. Um, it's got a lot of like spa items is what I would call them um, that you could use in your housing. There's also the Heart's Day Retreat uh, furnishing pack as well, which is all of the Valentine's Day stuff. It's the big tray of sweet rolls that you can get candles, rose petals, etc. And then there's a new music box. This one I don't think we've ever heard before, but it is Dereni Swan music box. It looks kind of pretty. It looks like a little it's very like Greco-Roman to me. Like that's what it reminds me of. It's a bird bath. Okay. It's, it's a, a bird, bird bath. bath. Mm -hmm. It's adorable. It's a fanciful oh. bird bath. Yep. Yep. Um, Breezy Night and Bruma, that's returning to the store. That one comes out every Hearts Day. And then to go along with your chef's outfit, we've got the Intrepid Gourmet Bundle, um, which is, you know, provisioning themed furnishings. We also have the furnishing pack for the equipment stations. Now, here's what I'm going to say about this one. If you're in a guild and you have friends and you have some way to exchange writ vouchers, gold, I don't know, anything, like, don't spend your crowns. Don't spend your crowns. No. So, it comes with a blacksmithing station, a clothing station, and a woodworking station. So I suppose if you are a person that has more crowns than you have in-game funds or writ vouchers, then by all means, please, if you would like to spend your crowns, spend your crowns. However, these can be acquired in the game without spending real-life money. You can get them from guild traders pretty easily for, I think, around 30 to 40k. Yeah, they're pretty cheap now, now that there's all the fancy variants and everything. Yeah, they used to be, like, a million. <laughs> the Atuna Oh, yeah, I remember trying to get my first set. It was a grind. Yeah. But now you can just kind of pick them up. <laughs> yeah, the Atunables are still high. Uh, but the regular stations aren't too bad. Yeah. So, do yourself a favor... Don't spend a lot of money on this. Please. Please don't do it. Don't do it, girl. Yeah, no, instead you could spend a, a bunch of money on the Unfathomable Knowledge music box or her the Maeus Morris housing statue. I am so glad that these are back in the store because I missed the statue the first time and I actually really love it. Okay. Like, a lot. Lotus has it in his house and... It's so fun. It's so I'm fun. I'm using my little IRL one now as a bookend. I love it. Folding up my books from falling off my shelf. I love it. I wish that your IRL one lit up like this. How cool would that be? That would be a pain in the butt to make it light up. It totally would, but it would be so cool. So cool. Um, we have apocryphal furnishings for the first time. So we get like pools of ink. Well, I don't know if pools of ink are in there, but it says Hermaeus Morris' most faithful servants need a refuge for a study of arcane secrets. Pools of ink and flora from Apocrypha will help the diligent cipher uncover hidden knowledge within their walls. So we get those pools of ink. We get floating pools of ink. We get an ink waterfall and we get a bunch of floating books. Yes. That and then some like glowy plants. Plan. But so. if you're getting it, you're getting it for the flying books and the floating ink. So, yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um... 
Sweetwater Cascade is available, which is the home that is between the Khajiit and Imperial lands. So this mm -hmm. is right below the Anakina Aqueduct. And it's a pretty huge house. It's also a really cool house, in my opinion. I really like Sweetwater. Um, I wish I had money to buy it. It's I think awesome. It's a fun house. I have it. <laughs> uh, you can go into Blackwood or you can go into Northern Elsewhere. I love it that. It exits to both places. It's so fun. And it's um, a very lovely house. Not very yeah. decent. I like the style of it. Mm-hmm. Um, another new thing, or something that is brand brand spanking new, you may have seen it on PTS or videos out on it, but it is the actual home that is now in Apocrypha. So it's the first home that we've gotten actually in Apocrypha proper. So this is, um, it says, only Hermaeus Mora knows why the previous curator fled this towering edifice filled with proscribed enigmata. Now the one who knows seeks a new cataloger who enjoys the panoptic views of Apocrypha and never, ever opens the books secured within. Tower yeah. of Unutterable nope. Truths is what it's called. I would open every book. I am not the person for that house. <laughs> so what you're saying is you would be crazy within a matter of minutes. You were crazy before you'd even step foot in it, so... Well, that's true. I am crazy. I am crazy. This is true. Um, mounts? We've got a giant icy lizard. Or that an is a Welwa. Yeah, an Azor Doom Wrathsteed, as it's known. <laughs> it's a icy Welwa. Yeah. Mm. And then Mara's Pledge Mare, which is a white horse, white two-person mount. And then back to our Imperial theme, the Imperial War Horse. Yeah. He's very hoity-toity. I still say horses are boring. <laughs> Not that one. Look at all the stuff he's got on. Yeah. Right. He is a decked-out horse. He's a decked-out horse, but he's still a horse. Why ride a horse when you can ride a giant war cat? <laughs> Because your cat only does leg day. Or arm day. Yeah. Needs to do leg day, too. <laughs> the next one's one of the very first mounts I ever got in game. The Ice Wolf? Yep. Okay. I'm pretty sure. It, it's a returning one that comes up every once in a while. But I'm fairly certain. Now I'm going to go look. I'm fairly certain that that is one of my first mounts that I ever, like, purchased with crowns. Um, because at the time, all of my friends had wolf mounts, so we all had different variations of the wolves so that we could ride together but be, like, unified, which was really fun. Yeah, going through. Oh, yeah, I have it. Ice Wolf and Highland Wolf. Nice. Yeah. And then we got a bunch of pets. We got the Ghost Cat, which is going to be leaving very soon. Um... And then next we have the Banekin, which will be replacing the Ghost Cat. And then, oh, they're, they're just going in order. And then that's available to the 8th. And then after that, you get the Milady's Cloud Cat, which is a white cat with a pink collar. Very cute. White cats are sacred to Debella, the Lady of Love. And all white cats are said to be her representatives in the animal kingdom. Uh, and then after that, yep, it's... Sanguine's black goat. 
Oh my. That was very well done. Uh, and then Striped Sench Panther is after that. And then to... Also during the time of the Striped Sench Panther, we have the Bravel Retriever. He's so cute. Look at his little face. And then after those two, we have the White Gold Imperial Pony. Okay, but can we just talk about how My Little Pony this is? Like, it literally looks like the My Little Pony theme should be playing. There's sparkles coming off of its feet and its hair. It does it not has... have a cutie mark. There is no cutie mark on that flank. Yeah. If, They're if not born with there. those. Yeah. Look at the smile it has, though. It's literally like, hey. Oh, my God. So if you need a My Little Pony, uh, you want that. That's all. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I the think... description kind of explains that. This is kind of fun. The white gold imperial pony was said to have made its debut as the birthday present for a noble's daughter. The witch family claims this prestige is still hotly debated throughout Cyrodiil. <laughs> I love it. So fun. I was just going to comment on the... Uh... The retriever that its nose looks abnormally large. Maybe he got stung by a bee. Maybe. Anyway. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Bigger nose, better detract. Better detract the Khajiit and Cyrodiil with. Ooh. <laughs> Fancy. <laughs> Makes it easier to sniff the other retrievers. <laughs> Oh my gosh, get out. I know, that joke was bad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Guys, we're coming unhinged. What's going we on? We are coming unhinged. We are coming unhinged. All right, that's the crown store. Yep. Um, so, lots of stuff. If you've got crowns you want to spend, uh, go spend it on any of that stuff, except for those stations that you can just go get in the game. Yeah. That's that's our uh, PSA regarding the crown store. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And there's also some community guides. People there telling sure you are. people telling you some tips and tricks. Some tricks and tips. Yeah, it's... and like we know a majority of these people, which is so amazing. I'm so happy for all of them. So we got um... we got a complete beginner's guide. Because mm -hmm. if you're a complete beginner, this, there's a lot to go, a lot to, a lot in this game, and yeah, having some direction is never a bad idea. No, and the nice thing about the guides that they've assembled here is they're not just for new players; they can also be for for players who are returning, or you know, vet players who are just looking for a little bit more information on certain things. Because mm -hmm. a lot of these are really great. Um, Oh my gosh, what am I trying to say? Uh, what is it when they're really good at designing builds? Um, theory crafting? Theory crafting. <laughs> Thank you. I was I couldn't find the word right there. Um, a lot of these people on here are some great theory crafters as well. So it's a, a great uh, little put together of community guides here. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, we've got stuff from Lucky Ghost. We've got Hack the Minotaur, Zero Period Productions. That's George. We're friends with him. Um, Maddie Gone. We've got T the Khajiit. We've got the yeah. Fox Den. Sorry, go ahead, skinny go. Cheeks on there. Yeah. Um, I met him over in Germany. Let's see. Yeah, so many people that we've met in person right. are on this list. Um, and, and they're all the doing ones... all these new newbie newbie guys. Yeah. Nice. yeah, I love it. I love it. So lots of cool stuff there. It's everything from like how to weave, how to light and heavy attack weave, to thieving 101, to, you know, tanking, healing, leveling NPCs, or um, sorry, leveling NPC guilds. Um, I almost said guides, <laughs> like like you were going to be leveling other characters. <laughs> um, you know, where to start. There's there's lots of different uh, guides that you can find within here. So it's a great little put together of everything and definitely go check it out. Speaking of community, um, reminder, which is why I talked you all into dressing up for Heart Stay early. Mm -hmm. uh, in the forums, there is a call for... Um, doing e. Let's see. Call. I'll just read it. Calling all Tamriel's romantics with Heart's Day approaching. We're asking for your creative take on a Heart's Day themed scene or space within your home. Do you have a special room for Heart's Day dinner, or maybe you have a perfect spot in Tamriel to recreate a romantic scene? If you've got love in your heart, we want to see your creations. We'll be highlighting some in a blog post on Valentine's Day, and hopefully inspire some early romance for. Heart's Day. To participate, simply take some screenshots of your Heart's Day space or scene and submit it to this thread in your with your character name and a brief description of the picture. For blog consideration, please have your entry in by February 9th at 10 a.m. ET. Thanks, and we're looking forward to seeing your creations. Now, where you can find this thread is under in the Elder Scrolls forums under General, and it's called Call for Heart's Day 2024 Creations. I love it. I love it. I have to get my forum stuff fixed. Remember what you went through about how you... Oh my god. Yeah. Once I was able to ask a human, it was easy, but... Yeah. I, there uh... was no proper form. I had to, like, do a different form and say there is no form for this. Help me. Because <laughs> it was in a loop. Was, yeah. Oh God! I didn't I want to think of that again. Oh God! Yeah, good I, luck. I did. I did not know. <laughs> did not know that the forums were made for you when you made your account. That's all I'll say yep. about that. Yep. So, maybe one day. Anyway. Cool. <sighs> well, there we go. That's the news. That is the news. There's a bunch of lore stuff. Are we going to get all this stuff in tonight? Uh, no. I just basically copied and pasted a couple things from previous weeks that we had talked about and kind of had kept pushing back. They were just fun <laughs> things that we that we had grabbed as we were talking about topics in previous weeks. So we talked about the fact that there was the Order of the Lamp and stuff coming in the new chapter. I love and lamp. so I grabbed or yeah, so I grabbed Origin of the Mages Guild, and then Words of the Fallen is actually Darien's last words, which we talked about, because a lot of times people miss this when they go into finishing the Somerset storyline. 
No, we are not reading that again. Why not? No. No. Why Just not? makes me want to stab Meridia more. Well, that's why we if we do this, then we can just it'll it'll make us really hyped for the next chapter even though they've said nothing about Meridia. <sighs> yeah, we don't have to read that one if you don't want to. But it was there because we did talk about it uh, a couple weeks ago. And the last one um, that I grabbed was just on Aeliads in Valenwood. Um, and it's a Thalmor report on the Aeliad diaspora in the first era. <laughs> so it's a big word. And that one's a little bit longer. So like maybe not. I don't know. I just grabbed it because it had the words Aeliad and Valenwood. And that's very similar to some things that we're going to be seeing here in the next chapter especially first era because if it's these things popping up overnight untouched then it's probably That's things true. coming back from the first era maybe we should read this then why not which I one i suppose we could the alien one it's called alien survivals in valenwood by cunier of Cloudrest, fourth tier scholar of the tamrielic minutai minutai maybe um, sure sure yeah, are we I mean, in consensus? Am, is yes. What we want to do? Yes, yeah, this is what we're reading. Let's I'm go. Gonna, Give me you know, this. It's fun. What do we got? Let's do this. I am ready. Here we go. Let's, let's do this. Here we go. All right. Alien Survivals in Valenwood by Cunyar of Cloudwest. Rest. Rest. <laughs> Off to a great start, guys. Fourth tier scholar of Tamrielic Mignote. Thelma report... I was going to say you needed to get those drummer drops. Okay, I'm, I'm dipping out. <laughs> Thalmor report on the Aeliad diaspora in the first era. This report was commissioned by the Thalmor Committee of Alliance Relations to investigate whether there might be an indoctrinal advantage to emphasizing the Aeliad lineage woven into the bloodlines of our cousins, the Wood Elves. My extensive travels in Valenwood have enabled me to determine the historical facts behind the matter. Whether these facts can support a useful campaign promoting Alliance Fellowship is up to the Committee and the Sapiarch of Indoctrination. As Plur Pluribel of Dusk has noted in her Magisterial Collapse of the Aliads, Blame for the white gold catastrophe of the first era, 243, can be attributed to a half dozen disastrous factors, of which the bloody insurrection by indentured human laborers may not be the most important. Pluribial emphasizes, quite rightly in my belief, the Narfensel schism of the late Merithic era which pitted the more conservative Aedra-worshipping Aeliad clans against those decadent yet undeniable vigorous clans that had adopted Daedra worship. This conflict reached its climax in the first area 198, at the scouring of Wendelbeck, when King Glyphorin of Atatar led a combined force of Daedrophile warriors against the traditionalist Barsibics of Aeliadun. The Barsibics were driven out of the heartland into northwest Argonia and thereafter organized opposition to Daedra worship in Cyrodiil. Was effectively won over. 
In any event, by most measures, alien civilization had been in decline for several generations by the time the White Gold Tower fell to the savagery of the needs. Standing amid the ruins of a great elven culture, the victors concocted a justification for the blood on their hands by painting in the defeated clans as vicious daedrophiles who reveled in torture and cruelty. An, ex an exception was made for those clans, mainly Adric adherents, who had thrown in their lot with the hordes of the Slave Queen. Of course, this only delayed their extermination, for the barbarous needs inevitably came after their former allies once the other elves of Cyrodiil had been hunted to extinction. Thus began the Iliad Dyspora, which, in which the Heartland elves sought to find new homes elsewhere in Tamriel to decidedly mixed success. Those who fled north into the lands once held by the Falmer were slaughtered, were slaughtered by Nords, led by the infamous Vraj the Butcher. The Barsabics, by that time, were established in Argonia, refused admittance to their former pro persecutors, the Atatarics, and most of that clan died on an ill-fated expedition into the lands of the Catmen. Several clans set out on the long march through Hammerfell to Iliac Bay, and some actually made it, where they joined with, and were absorbed by, the long-established Dereni of Belferia. Most successful, and they were more than a few, were the clans that fled southwest beneath the canopy of Elmwood, the clans of Anutwil, Vilverin, Talwiki, Bon and Varando all escaped largely intact to carve out a new life under the trees. These clans all worshipped Daedra princes, but they seem to have done so with less fervor after their enforced migration to Valenwood, possibly due to the fact that the princes, when called upon, had offered little or no help to the forsaken clans. Fortunately, their new hosts, the Bosmer, were remarkably generous in welcoming the aliens into their realm, so long as the Heartland Elves agreed to adopt aspects of the Green Pact and refrain from harming the forest. Having little choice, the aliens agreed, and this probably contributed to the delusion of their, cult their culture. For deluded it was, absorbed over time, and eventually forgotten. I have walked the great alien ruins of Valenwood, Hecatame, Rillenwill's Fall, Be Bellarata, Leoluria, and a dozen more, and none of them, not one, was still occupied only two thousand years after Dyspora. For some reason, once the Iliads were under the great grot oaks, they and their distinctive culture simply melted away. In explaining the extinction of the Valenwood Iliads, my predecessor, Gelgarad the Velspid, was very attached to his Theorem of Disheritage, which held that, for some reason, the forest aliens become unable to breed with each other and could only generate offspring by mating with the local Bosmer. This would certainly account for the aliens' gradual disappearance, but unfortunately, Gelgarod's theorem is supported only by old stories and legends, and absent facts, it cannot be proven. It is worth mentioning here the competing theory of Dr. Thetis, 
of Shimmerine Academy. Her explanation blames Iliad decline on overconsumption of the unusually potent beverages of the Bosmer. Dr. Thetis believes the Iliads, vulnerable in their grief over their losses, fell prey to the wood elves' paralyzing bruise and simply gave up trying. In this, they may have been encouraged by the Bosmer themselves, who often seem insulted by others' displays of industrious effort. And what did our forest-dwelling cousins learn from the Iliads? Precious little. Apparently, other than some advanced techniques of stonework and masonry, Heartland elven culture seems to have made little lasting impression on the culture of the wood elves. Their attitude seems to me summed up by the statement of Fondlore, the Yorathane of Eldenroot, whose response when I asked him about the Iliads was as follows. The Iliads? Oh yes. Nice fellows. Took themselves too seriously, though, and... What did they get them? That one had some big words in it. Good job. I didn't pre-read it, which I should have. <laughs> I just kind of was like, oh, look at that. Aliens and Valenwood. Because we're going to the Westfield, which potentially has a lot of that, wait, alien that actual, ruins on the edge yeah, of the, the, the Great Forest. So That had a lot of things that could be relevant. Yeah. Like, we didn't. Yeah. No, this was a good pick. Yeah. So just to kind of lap back really quick, if you've never heard of the Narfensil Schism, uh, that is basically the civil conflict that was in the late Merithic era. So it was a war between the Aedra and the Daedra-worshipping Aelids that were in Cyrodiil. Um, the conclusion of that was the end of any like organized resistance to Daedra worship in Cyrodiil as well. And that is what kind of the theory is about the fall of the Aelid Empire in the White Gold Tower. Like, a half a century later. It's kind of like that... Uh, thought process um apparently narfensel is a spot that you can visit it looks like it's in cyrodiil um yeah narfensel and cyrodiil so it's a it's a alien ruin that you can find currently in the pvp zone um so yeah you can go there um the scouring of wendelbeck which was the end of the war is when the king Atatar led the force of the Daedrophile warriors against the traditionalist Aedra worshipping Barbasex of Wendelbeck and drove them down into Black Marsh. So that was kind of the end of that particular war or the Narfensel schism, if you will. Um, they also mentioned the slave queen. That is Alessia. So Alessia is the first um empress if you will of the alessian empire and she was the one that also helped lead the first era rebellion against the aliens um to help free the needs uh, of cyrodiil so she got all of these you know people to basically stand together in order to be able to do that so she is actually um one of the ones that helped establish the fusion of like a Nordic and Aldmeri pantheon to create the eight divines. Um, yeah. She was also one of the ones that was placed in the Amulet of Kings. So her soul is what helped forge 
the covenant of Akatosh to protect Tamriel from the forces of oblivion. So among people who are worshippers of White Strike, which again is relevant to what's coming soon, Alessia is the patron saint of humanity. So yeah. There you go. Little background on Alessia as well. And how that ties in. Um trying to see if there's anything else in here that might be interesting to go into the little lore hole on real quick. Um, yeah, I think that's mostly it. Those were kind of like the big words that were things that I wasn't even sure about 100%. So. Cool. Who is Q&Air of Cloudrest? Let's click on them really quick. Let's see, what have they written? Have they written anything else? Nope, just that book. Just Aeliad Survivals in Waylandwood? Aeliad Survivals in Waylandwood. <laughs> I feel you there. Oh, I saw these words. Tamriel for wow. toddlers. Tamriel for toddlers. A is for Aeliad. <gasps> That's a great idea. Oh my gosh, we just came up with a million dollar idea. No, Zoss. we're not doing that. Zoss, do it. A is for Argonian. B There's is for already Breton. a book like that in the series, in like in the in game. B is for Breton. There is? Yeah, in game there's a book where it goes through like ABCs or something. Stop! I did not know that. It's not all of them, but it's like an in game <gasps> book and it goes over different like monsters and stuff. ABCs. A is for Argonian, not good enough to eat. <laughs> B is for Bosmer. Wow. They eat their own meat. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's an there's one called ABCs for archaeologists, and it says that it's found in Old Ebonheart. Um, so this must have been in Morrowind. And here it is. It says A is for archaeology, the thing that you do. B is for boring, the skill that breaks through. C is for caves, the spots you explore. D is for dead guy, whose bones make a great score. Accurate. Oh my gosh. That that's is amazing. pretty accurate. Oh, right. that is so amazing. I found that by typing ABCs into the, the USB. <laughs> A is for Argonian. Wow. Not very good to eat. B is for ABCs for barbarians. B that's the is one you were thinking of. Bosber. They eat their own meat. See, no, don't. Cat, but we call them Khajiit. <gasps> keep going, keep going. No, don't. Gwen's gonna kill us. Oh, I love it. He is for Dwemer, who you'll never meet. <laughs> <laughs> e is for Elder Scroll, that will blind you. That we think are quite neat. Or that we think are quite neat. There you go. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. We should do that. We should come up with the ABCs. Can we do that? Can we please do uh, that? Yes. I think we yes! can. Oh, my gosh. We need to make this happen. I'm so excited. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know why that makes me so excited. <laughs> the whole episode of just singing the ABCs. <laughs> the Tamriel edition. <laughs> oh, people would be like, are you get are This is what I come here for? This is the worst lore content ever. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe if you come up with if we come up with good enough ones, they'll be like, you know, memorable. So it'll help people learn lore. 
<laughs> anyway. I think we did it. Okay. That was it. That was it. Yep. Murder hobos? Anything? What are you doing to gear up for white streaks? Good question. Sharpening my blade on the bones of my fallen foes. Wow, that got a That great. doesn't sound like that would sharpen a blade, though, because if you're <laughs> putting it alongside bones, wouldn't that just dull your blade? Um, I, I, was, I, I was just saying that I'm, you know, slaughtering people in practice. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, people and lizards and cats and Daedra and whatever else might Stuff. pop up that needs to be slain. Nice. Also, I... my blade is made out of nothing because it's a summoned blade, so I don't really know how you sharpen that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um... I actually have been working, well, I haven't been working on it. Booch sent me a build, like a PvP build mm -hmm. for a stand blade. And I think, I think I'm going to give it a go. But I have to find the time to sit down and like get all the gear together and like make it and put it in the armory. Ooh. So we'll see. Then again, I might just end up going into Cyrodiil and PvE gear because that's what I always do. Anyway... <laughs> The last time you changed your build was when you created that character. <laughs> That's not true. This last Don't patch, me out like that. This last patch, I moved two skills, okay? <laughs> what, you switched them to different buttons? <laughs> no, I... No. <laughs> okay. You know what? You know what, cat? No, I moved them because there were things that I could only put on one bar because then it, it was still good for both bars. <laughs> <clears throat> so I changed certain things on the bars depending on the new damage output for certain skills. Okay. But that's about it. Yeah, I haven't really changed anything else. You're right. I've had this gear on for forever. I'll leave you alone, Meow. <laughs> meow, you should do the uh, next stuff on the notes. Okay. Right, Meow. Right, Meow. So we've got some guild announcements. Um, to which I'll just direct you to go listen to our previous 78 episodes and you'll find them. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> Sometimes okay. they change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, so, uh, Mondays, we have Mondays with Moki. That is fishing or Cyrodiil or other fun stuff sometimes. And uh, it's uh, just an open event, no level requirements. None of these really have any level requirements, uh, except no. for Tuesday, depending on your group. But, um, yeah, it starts at 8 Eastern, grouping up around mm -hmm. 7.30. And uh, just go hang out and go do some fun stuff. Moki's helped several people, I think, get their uh, fishing achievements completed. And... Um, Helped you get the boat. We're on a right. boat. Yeah. <laughs> We're on a boat. Yep. Thanks yeah. to Moki's help. So, Otherwise, I probably never would have had the patience. So if you are, uh, if you're watching this and you see the boat that we're hanging out on, that is the, uh, that is the fruit of the labor of getting your fishing achievements done. Um, you get to go and get yourself a nice fancy boat. Uh, so choose. Um, go ahead. One quick thing to note, if you're listening to this episode, um, 
after we've done it live when it drops um the monday the 12th i believe um moki is not going to be available unfortunately so either somebody else will have to pick it up that day or we'll just put a hold on it for that week but i just kind of wanted to throw that out as a guild announcement because that is an adjustment that we're that we're making so okay. and moki i know you were were in chat i'm not sure if you're still in chat but if i am incorrect on that uh absolutely feel free to correct me but i'm pretty sure that um the 12th was the day that we were going to be missing or the week that we were going to be missing that okay so that's a week from today for me all right. Well, Treacherous Tuesday is Dungeon Day, uh, and that's where I uh, brought up that depending on your group, there might be some level requirements if you're doing gear farming, uh, which actually even now we have collections. That's less of a thing. But you may, if you have a group that's trying to do achievement runs or something, you know, there might be uh, some desired level uh, standards there. But uh, but that's the day that we set aside and say, hey, go run dungeons with your with your uh, guildies and you can do lore runs you can do speed runs you can do i just want to wander around in the dungeon and run circles and whatever runs um you can do hold that thought because i've got the runs um you know oh my <laughs> please no <laughs> um Yikes. yeah so that's tuesday all day we don't have a, a time frame for that right now um and then Fearless Friday with Arthuria Dragoon. That is the Undaunted. Undaunted. Daunted? We are Undaunted. We are Undaunted Day. Yeah. So group up, uh, same time, 8 o'clock. Um, that is uh, in Eastern Time. And go run the Undaunted Dailies, Undaunted uh, Delves. Um, yeah, fun Undaunted stuff. And, um, yeah, that's, that's it. That's our guild announcements. Um, do it. so if you want to come do any of that stuff and you're not in the guild, um, then you might want to head over to loreseekers.club. It's got links to do all of that. You'll need discord. When you get into discord, you're going to have to fill out a little bitty application process. Um, and then that gets reviewed and we go, oh, this person doesn't seem like they, they want to come in and eat all of our people or anything like that you know and then uh, what are you implying that there's too many bossmer out there and i'm a nervous little kitty cat that's why i wore wow. the extra fur wow <laughs> okay i was trying to i was trying to deter you from you know trying to to make me dinner by having excess fur but what if we wanted to make you dinner because we're your friends and we're nice and we wanted you to have a well-balanced meal Hmm. Yeah, don't you want an RTM fishbowl? Hmm. I don't know. The cake over there looks decent, though. Mm. There's also sweet rolls. Yeah, I like those as well. That's true. <laughs> anyway, um, what about social media stuffs? If they want to find us and talk to us, is there any way for them to do that? I suppose. You can find us on the app formerly known as Twitter at SnugPod, or email. You can email us at SnugPod at gmail dot com. Mm -hmm. I'm only a year and a half away, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. And if you're, 
if you're listening to us, you could watch us on twitch.tv slash snugpodcast or on YouTube as snugpodcast. And if you are watching us, you can listen to us on your podcatcher of choice. Yeah. There you uh, have if it. If you'd like... Oh. Never mind. No, go ahead. I was just going to tell him how to join the guild. You already did that, though, didn't you? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think you did that earlier, after the guild announcements, and I just had a brain fart. <laughs> is that what that smell is? <laughs> yeah. That's called that's called six hours of podcasting today. <laughs> to go with your brain mush? <laughs> yep. Ew. <laughs> it can't be any worse than rot meth. I mean, if that smell associated with mush, that... Mm. <laughs> Ew. Disgusting. <laughs> oh, boy. We are going off the, off the, off the are, rails here. We are off the rails, officially. So, all right, cool. Uh, I think that's a wrap then, right? Yep, that's a wrap. Now we need somebody to beatbox. <laughs> I was going to say no, but I'll go find some saran wrap. <laughs> that works, too. We can, we can wrap up some sweet rolls in it. All right, everybody. Well, it's been fun. Uh, we've got more stuff to talk about next week, I'm sure. Because, um, you know, we got patch notes that we didn't dive into super deep that we might talk about. And more lore stuff we didn't get to again. Uh, because there's a lot. And uh, maybe an alphabet to create. Who knows? Um but until next week, or the next time we can get together, uh, which will hopefully be next week, um, have a good week, and take care of yourself, take care of others, and we'll see you next time. Bye! Sleep well, Tamriel.